Welcome back folks to the Geezer Gus Presents Comedy Series. I'm so thrilled you tuned in. Today's comedy episode is a classic from the My Favorite Husband radio show starring Lucille Ball. This episode is titled Absent-Mindedness. This was a popular comedy radio series in the 40s that your parents and grandparents probably listened to, and really enjoyed, especially with Lucille Ball entertaining before her wildly popular I Love Lucy series. This episode is brought to you by our friends at CritterCaper.com. At Critter Caper, you can watch hundreds of pet and animal videos that will truly warm your heart. There are great pet care and training videos as well. So give CritterCaper.com a visit and start watching all the great, fun short clips of pets and animals. It's addicting too. Please visit Gus's website GeezerGus.com to see all episodes and categories. Now, enjoy this episode Absent-Mindedness starring Lucille Ball. It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's the new gay family series, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Brought to you by the Jell-O family of desserts. J-E-L-L-O, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O tapioca puddings. Yes, sorry. And now Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. Well, as we look in on the Coopers, it's about 10 o'clock at night, and Liz and George are just coming home. They've put the car in the garage and are walking around the house to the front door. Brother, that makes me sore. The Rickies invite us to spend the evening with them, and after we drive all the way over there, they aren't even home. Well, that's the last time we make any plans with them. Liz... Are you sure? Stop right there. I know what you're going to say. Are you sure you had the right night? Yes, George, I'm sure. Eight o'clock Saturday night. Oh. What's the matter? Liz, tonight is Friday night. Oh, no. So, yes, we don't go to the Rickies till tomorrow night. You mean you'd go after the way they treated us tonight? <laughs> Liz. They don't even know about it. It's your absent-mindedness that caused this. Oh, I'm sorry, George, but everybody forgets things sometimes. Granted. But do you have to make a full-time job of it? Oh, I'm not as absent-minded as you try to make out. All right. Open the door. Why don't you open it? Did you forget your key? No. You borrowed it this morning because you lost yours, remember? Oh, yeah. Well, I have it right here in my purse. I... Here, George, hold some of these while I look for it. My compact and my slip and comb and file mirror and handkerchief, handkerchief and chewing gum, gum and fountain pen, pen safety, safety pin, pin, billfold, library card, lucky dollar, sunglasses. Oh. Hmm. oh, it's not here. I'll try the other side of my purse. Never mind. I don't want to be here, I don't want to be here all night. I'll ring the doorbell. Liz, I don't understand it. That's the fifth door key I've given you this month. What do you do with them? I give them to strange men. <laughs> well, that's a clever remark. Yes. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Cooper, you're home. Yes, Katie, our social secretary got the date wrong. So I made a little teensy mistake. And then we got over there and the Rickies weren't home. I could have told you that. They were here. Here? Yes, ma'am. They said you invited them for dinner tonight. Oh. 
That does it. Now, George. This is getting serious, Lise. Who knows where it could lead? First, you forget little things. Your keys, social engagements. Pretty soon, you forget your friends, your family. You forget who you are. They find you wandering in the streets. They take you to a sanitarium. Give you shock treatment. But nothing does any good. And there you are. A shell. A nameless nobody. Thank you, Olivia de Havilland. <laughs> oh. I don't like to forget things, but what can I do about it? You know, I was just thinking. Joe Ridgely down at the office took a course in memory training, and it did wonders for him. Go to a school? I wouldn't think of such a thing. Why, that's like admitting that you're a... Well, I just wouldn't do it. I'm not that bad. By the way, Mrs. Cooper, what dress did you wear tonight? My blue one. Your blue one? Why, that's still hanging in your room. Huh? Well, it's a good thing they weren't home, so you didn't have to take your coat off. Nah, you don't think I forgot to put on my... Wait a minute. Turn the other way while I peek under my coat. Yes! <laughs> What's the name of that school, George? <laughs> There it is, Liz, Dr. Milmoss's memory school. Oh, George, I feel so silly, and I'm a half hour early. I'm sorry, dear, but I'm taking the car, and I have to get to work. All right. Goodbye, honey. Kiss me. Goodbye, dear. Bye. Good morning, Dr. Milmoss. That's right. I'm Mrs. Cooper. Oh, you're going to be a fine pupil. You can remember your name. Uh, tell me honestly, can you improve a person's memory? Depends on how many buttons you got left. <laughs> now, let me test you and see what condition your mind's in, huh? How old are you? Twenty-five. Yeah. What year were you born in? I'm twenty-five. So oh, you've forgotten which year you were born in, huh? No, I've forgotten which year makes me come out 25. Well, never mind. We're going to try something else now. Try and remember everything that happened since you woke up this morning. All right. Uh, the alarm went off, and George, he's my husband, tried to make me get up, and he tickled my feet, and <laughs> so I jumped up and tickled him, and we started a pillow fight, and then he grabbed me and kissed me on the neck, and I kissed him. That's not what you meant, is it? No, but don't stop now. <laughs> I had breakfast, read the paper, and came down here. Uh, don't worry. My system will fix you so you'll never forget a thing again. See, the secret is confidence. Don't be afraid. Think big. Oh, don't worry. I'll be the biggest thinker you ever had. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> it's all done with association of ideas. Each word makes you think of another one. Uh -huh. I'll take your name, Cooper. Uh -huh. First syllable, coo. It's the thinking, the bird. The second syllable's purr. That's what cats do. So I think of a kitten. Oh, that's pretty clever. Bird and a kitten. That's right. Now, I can never forget that your name is Birdie Cats. <laughs> well, that's a great system. I mean Cooper, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, now, for your first lesson, we'll teach you an important number, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, what's the license number of your car? You certainly asked the right person. You've forgotten it? No, I never knew it in the first place. Oh, wait a minute. It's written on my driver's license. Let's see. Oh, here it is. 37MW66. Oh, good. Now, what's 37 remind you of? My husband's age. 
See, I remember it says he's five years older than I am. Oh, well, anyway, that's his age. All right, now, and uh, M.W. M.W. Uh, May West. Good, good. That brings us now to 66, which is the number of the Lincoln Highway. Uh-huh. Uh, my husband, May West, and the Lincoln Highway, 37MW66. Oh, Dr. Milmos, you're wonderful. Oh, sure, I ain't so much. <laughs> well, that's all for your first lesson now. i got to go out and see a patient on Bundy Drive. Oh, I live on Bundy Drive. Let me take you. My car's right outside. Oh, thank you. Well, we've been looking for your car for ten minutes, Miss Cooper. Can't you remember where you parked? No, but I know my license number. Oh, that's fine. Back down this block once more. I'm sure I parked it here. Oh, my patient's going to be furious. And I was doing so well with her, too. It's an amnesia case, you oh. know. At the slightest provocation, she'd walk around with her arms in front of her saying, Where am I? Well, did you cure her? Uh, practically. Now she says, Who am I? <laughs> yeah, but anybody can cure that. You see your car yet, Miss Cooper? No, and I can't find my keys either. I'm positive I parked it right here. <gasps> Dr. Milmoss has been stolen. No. Yes. There's only one thing to do. I'll call the police. Well, there's a payphone in that cigar store right there. Oh, thanks. Oh, dear, this is awful. George will claim the whole thing on me. Police headquarters, Sergeant Nelson speaking. Hello, this is Mrs. George Cooper. I put it in the car. Okay, describe the car, please. Uh, well, it's a new Nash. It's a beautiful shade of green. My husband bought it because it goes so well with my red hair. I <laughs> Well, send your head in and we'll hold it up against all our green cars. <laughs> in a clash, it's not yours. I don't like your attitude. Now, would you care to give me just a teensy-weensy bit more description to go on? Well, it has four wheels and an engine and uh, four doors. Oh, we'll find that right away. It's so <laughs> Well, what do you want to know? Something important. Does the cigarette lighter work? Yes, but you have to hold it and push it to the right. <laughs> Never mind. And Mrs. Cooper, I'm going to hate myself for this. But do you by any chance know your license number? I certainly do. I memorized it just today. All right. What is your license number? My husband is on the Lincoln Highway, and why don't you come up and see me sometime? <laughs> Never mind the license number. What's your telephone number? No, no, no. My license number is... 37MW66. Now, we'll send out a radio call for your car right away. But you'll have to come down to the station and make out a written report. Oh, do I have to? Yes, it's the law. Besides, I'd like to see what you look like. <laughs> okay, come on, you. Here he is, Sarge. I caught him red-handed driving down Main Street in a Sun Cooper car. Yeah, nice work, Joe. You guys never learn, do you? You can't get away with a hot car in this town. What hot car? I own that car. I'm George Cooper. Ah, you got that name off the registration card. What is this, anyway? Look. Here, here, look in my wallet. That, uh, that ought to prove who I am. Yeah, let's see. Uh-huh. How do you like that, Joe? He stole Cooper's wallet, too. Oh. <laughs> look. All you have to do is call the Second National Bank. I'm vice president. Oh, of course you are. And I'm President Truman. 
<laughs> and this is Margaret. Oh, George. I'm sure. I'm sorry we didn't know you were coming. We would have fixed up the East Wing for you. <laughs> now, just a minute. I'm going to call my lawyer and sue you for false arrest. Are you now? Lock him up, Maggie. Okay, Pop. Come on, you. <laughs> Sergeant Nelson? Yes? I'm Mrs. Cooper. Oh, well, I have good news for you, Mrs. Cooper. We recovered your car already, and we've got the crook. Oh, that's wonderful. Now I won't have to go through a scene with George. Well, uh, you intend to prosecute, don't you? I certainly do. Whoever did such a low, mean trick should get the hot seat. What kind of a man is it? Oh, the usual criminal type. Shifty eyes, weak chin, sloping forehead. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Joe, bring in that car thief, will you? Okay, Chief. Oh, he sounds awful. I'm kind of frightened. No, don't worry. We got the handcuffs on him. Okay. Here he is, Sarge. <gasps> Liz, what's going on? What's the meaning of this? You know her? Mrs. Cooper, just what is going on here? Well, Mrs. Cooper... <laughs> Liz has had George arrested as a car thief by mistake, and to cover up her embarrassment has feigned amnesia. Well, George has convinced the police who he is, but they're having trouble trying to snap Liz out of it. Where am I? Liz, darling, don't you recognize your own husband? Are you speaking to me, mister? Mister? Oh, Liz, look at me. That's it. Now, now I want to ask you a question. Who am I? Don't you know who you are either? <laughs> Certainly I know who I am. Then what are you asking me for? Oh, yeah, let me try to snap her out of it. I know all about this mental stuff. I read the medical page of Time magazine. <laughs> She's suffering from magnesia. <laughs> Amnesia. Well, see what you can do. Okay, now look, Mrs. Cooper. Try and remember. You're married. I am? Yes. And you have a wonderful husband. I do? He loves you very much. He does? And you're both very happy. We are? Yes. He's here now. There's been some trouble, but everything's all right, and he wants to take you home. Oh. Don't you recognize him? Oh, yes, of course. My wonderful husband, Kipney. <laughs> hey, not him, me. Now, stop that. You keep out of there. <laughs> That's a big idea. Come here, Liz. Let me kiss you. That ought to, ought to make you remember who you are. All right. Mm. Now, do you know who you are? No, but whoever I am, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll buzz for the police psychiatrist. Oh, poor Liz. Now, try to remember, Liz. If you'll just snap out of it, I'll forgive you anything you've ever done. You will? I mean, I mean, the clouds are beginning to go away. The sky is clearing. It's real pretty out. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Now tell me why you had me arrested for stealing my own car. Here comes the smog again. Where am I? <laughs> 
you better leave it to the psychiatrist, Mr. Cooper. She's in a bad way. Somebody ring for Dr. Grimley? <laughs> uh, yes, Doctor. Come in, please. Okay, which one of you characters snapped your twitch? <laughs> Who you got for me this time, Sergeant? I have a lady, Doctor. <laughs> oh, she looks like a good one. Come over here, dear. Now, now, wait a minute. Let's talk this over. Hey, she's got amnesia. Can't remember who you are, huh? Uh, uh, no. Roll up your sleeve, dear. Why? I'm going to give you a little shot of a new medicine. Oh, what'll it do to me? I don't know. I never give it before. <laughs> Hello, George. Hi, Sergeant. I'm George. George, let's go home. Goodbye, Doctor. Hey, come back here. Liz! Liz! walk so fast, George. Are you mad, George? You're not angry at me, are you, George? No, I'm delighted. I'm sorry. I thought if you thought I had amnesia, you wouldn't be mad at me. And I can't stand to have you mad at me, George, because I love you so much. Well, now that's not going to get you anyplace. Tell me you still love me, George. I love you. Kiss me. Not here on the street. Right here. Now, you kiss me, George. I want the whole world to know you love me. Now, Liz. Come here. Where am I? Oh, that's better. We're pals again, huh, George? Uh, okay. Not enough to get out of here. Now, the sooner the better. Where's the car? Uh, I parked it right on the corner. I don't see it. That's funny. Not there. Oh, now, George, don't joke with me. I'm not. I remember distinctly that the cop followed me here and I parked it right on this corner and went into the station. George, does that mean... No, that... it, it's got to be here someplace. Did you make the last payment to the finance company? No, of course. Oh, George, it really has been stolen this time. I'm afraid you're right. You realize what this means, Liz? Someone has to go tell Sergeant Nelson. Uh-oh. Yeah. Someone does, all right. I guess one of us has to march right back in there and tell him. I guess... One of us does. Uh, well, well, one of us is in there telling him I'll watch out for the crook. Oh, no. <laughs> George, it was your fault. You were the last one to have the car. Yeah, but you started the whole thing. If you hadn't had me arrested, it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had to be here where it was stolen. Oh, but George... It's... Well, look at it this way. If I go in, they'll think I'm crazy. Now, you haven't got anything to lose. <laughs> you talk me into it. I'll be right back. Hey, Joe! Yes, Sarge? I've been thinking about that couple who call themselves Cooper. You remember a circular on a couple of car thieves called Red Top Rosie and her accomplice, Willie the Weasel? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They used to report a car stolen, and when the police picked it up, they'd claim it with false credentials. You think it was them? Well, it could be. Look them up in the files, will you? Okay, Chief. Uh, pardon me, Sergeant. I want to report a stolen car. Uh, yes, madam. What was the zzzz? <laughs> you again. Yes, hello. It's okay, Chief. I got it covered. Good work. Put down that gun. What is this? The jig is up, Rosie. <laughs> Rosie who? Don't try to deny it. You're Red Top Rosie. And the guy you're working with is Willie the Weasel. Oh, that's ridiculous. You've got the wrong people. Then who are you? You really want to know? 
Yeah. He's Cooper the Snooper, and I'm Lizzie the Louse. <laughs> You're pretty smart, aren't you? Wait a minute. What do you want, Doc? Call it, turn her over to me, will you, Sarge? Uh-oh. Snake pit. Snake pit is back again. <laughs> I can make a talk. Okay, Doc, go ahead. Get those files out, Joe. Okay, Doc. Come here, Miss Cooper. You stay away from me with that needle. Go and nip something. <laughs> no, I'm not going to use no needle. I'm going to hypnotize you. Now just relax. Oh, this is ridiculous. Relax. You are under me power. Your eyes are getting heavier and heavier. Your will is given into mine. I am the master, you are a servant. Slowly you are going to sleep. Sleep. You understand? Yes, master. Oh, what happened to him? The weakest mind went first. Come on, snap out of it, Sarge. Here, 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 grab her, grab her, it's red cup rose. No, no, it's all right, Sarge. I want you the last time you watch me hypnotize. Did I do it again? Yeah. But you didn't make me do anything silly, did you? Yes, he did, Sergeant. You did a wonderful strip tease. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> now, of course you didn't, Sarge. All right, all right. I'll try another tack on you, sister. Wait, association. That'll tell me everything I want to know about you. Must we go through more of this? Yes, we must. You're in a bad spot, understand? Relax. You are under my power. Your eyes are getting heavier and heavier. Yes, master. And now cut that out, will you? <laughs> Do what he says. Now, it's very simple, Miss Cooper. Whatever word I say, you say the first thing that comes into your mind. If I say cheese, you say crack. Follow? I say crackers. Fine. Now don't think. Answer as fast as you can. Cheese. Crackers. Animal. Crackers. Nut. Crackers. Auto. Crackers. No. Crackers. Stop. Crackers. Please. Crackers. Shut up. Crackers. <laughs> well, what'd you learn from that, Doc? <laughs> Miss Cooper, you are not supposed to repeat the same way. You change it each time, and I tell from your answer what you're really thinking. Oh, well, all right. Go ahead. Okay. Cheese. Crackers. Dog. Cat. Auto. George. Aha, uh -huh, police. Robert. Aha, uh -huh, Robert. Police. George. Auto. Cat. Dog. Crackers. Cheese. Well, this is where I came in. So long, kid. <laughs> Who's doing what to who? <laughs> I've had enough of this thing. She's Red Top Rosie, all right? Lock her up. Wait a minute, Sarge. Here's the poster. She ain't Red Top Rosie. Rosie's been in jail for two years. Oh, that's too bad. All right, you get out of here. All right, but you better find my car. I'm so anxious to see the last of you. I'll go out and help look for it myself. <laughs> other policemen came in with a poster and they let me go. <laughs> what do you think of that, Willie the Weasel? <laughs> I wondered what took you so long. Oh, the scrapes you can get into. Oh, I'll be happy to get into my bed. I didn't realize it was such a long walk home. George, look! What? 
here, our car. Are you sure? Positive. Look at the license number, 37MW66. Well, I'll be darned. Come on, get in. We'll drive it home. Okay. Oh, no wonder they left it here. Out of gas. Hmm. George, it's the police. Okay, you. Where do you think you're going with that stolen... <laughs> well, what do you got to say this time? Where am I? You have been listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Danning, and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rorick. Tonight's program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer, who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll, Jr. Original music was composed by Marlon Skiles and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. The part of Katie the Maid was played by Ruth Parrott. Lucille Ball will soon be seen in the Paramount picture, Sorrowful Jones. Be sure to listen to Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband next week. Bob Lamont speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. I hope you enjoyed this latest Geezer Gus Presents episode. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode. Please check back often, and make sure to subscribe to my podcast, so you won't miss the new exciting episodes. In the meantime, Scroll up or down to find other exciting episodes to listen to. Don't forget to visit geezergus.com to see and listen to all the program categories and episodes. I really want to say a special thank you to all of the Patreon supporters for helping to keep Geezer Gus Presents online. Your support is truly appreciated. Thanks for stopping by. Bye-bye for now.